You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 87, Radon Awareness Month. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, we are talking about Radon Awareness Month, and it is 2021. Yes. Yep. We uh, we talked about in the last episode how we wanted to get 2020 behind us. And <laughs> now it is, and I'm sure a whole lot hasn't really changed since a week ago. <laughs> but yes, it is. It's January, and most people don't really know. You know, you think of like February... Is Black History Month, um, October is Cancer Awareness Month, or maybe it's Breast Cancer, I'm not sure. But Yeah, I think it is Breast Cancer October. But most people don't think about radon. Um, hopefully our listeners know what radon is because we talk about it once in a while, but January is Radon Awareness Month. And so maybe we should go over what, what is radon for people who don't know. So radon is an inert gas, meaning you can't see or smell it. Um, you know, Most people don't realize stuff like propane. That's... It's a, they actually put a chemical in it so you can, so it smells the way it does. Most people don't know that, but they do that so that you know if there's a gas problem. Yeah. Um, so natural gas, that's what they do, and propane. Um, but radon is an inert gas, so you can't see it or smell it. It's the natural decay products of uranium and radium. So there's those two minerals that are in your soils. Um, they decay. They produce a radon gas, and then that gas comes up through the soils, and then obviously you breathe in that gas, and it's the second leading cause of lung cancer next to smoking. So to make it simple, what I usually tell clients is it's kind of like a rotting carcass. It gives off like a gas. It's similar to what radon. It's just it's a gas that you're breathing in, and you don't know it. You, like I said, there's no smell to it. You just The first symptoms you have is lung cancer. So, wow, that's horrible. 
Wow. So um, I'm assuming radon would be something that as serious as it is that when people are buying homes, isn't that part of a home inspection or is that not? No, it's, we've talked about that. You know, I, when I, when I got to, or the way I got to where I'm at as a mold specialist is I started out, well, I was, I was a contractor, but then I, I went into two inspections then I got certified in radon. So I did home inspections, got certified in radon, bought a couple of CRMs, which is a continuous radon monitor and did testing. And most people, I know, you know, you and I've talked about it. They just assume that because realtors know about radon and inspectors know about it, that it's just automatic, that that's part of your home inspection. And it's not, it's an extra fee um, because it is a machine. You know, we drop off a machine typically when you're doing the inspection and then you wait three days and then you go back and pick it up. So I would charge when I was just doing that, I'd charge an extra $50. But now that I don't do any of that, a radon test is about 150, but it's not, it's not included. And that's a good point to bring up for our listeners. Don't just assume that your state or your county, your realtor or anybody is looking out for your best interest in having radon testing done because it's not required. There's the only thing required when it comes to buying a home is if you get a VA loan, then they require a home inspection, but that's it. They don't require anything else. So then if somebody is in the process of buying a home or thinking about it, do they have to request radon testing? Does their realtor recommend it? Does their home inspector tell them they can do it? I mean, is that something they need to be proactive well, they, and ask for? Yes, they need to okay. obviously be proactive, but... You know, when I, like I said, when I, I can only go off of my experience. When I was doing it, I would ask, do you want a radon test? Um, realtors typically, which depends on their, their state laws, depends on the realtor itself. They normally are going to make you sign a disclaimer that they told you about radon. Okay. Um, Cause they need to cover their butt. But yeah, for the most part, that's, that's on you. And if it's like mold, if you're not proactive with it. <laughs> Well, it's like one of my books, Black Mold and Home Inspections, What Your Realtor Won't Tell You. Realtors are paid to sell you homes, not to look out for your best interest all the time. Very, very true. So what if somebody is thinking about building a brand new home and they say, well, that radon thing doesn't apply to me because I'm going to build a brand new home or I'm going to buy a home that was just newly built. How how does the whole radon thing work? Does it matter the age of the home? How does radon even get into a home? So it, it comes up through the soils. Okay. Um, and no, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, speaking of stuff like COVID, COVID doesn't really care where, <laughs> what you're doing. Um, you know, whether you're in a supermarket or Home Depot or wherever, you know, it doesn't care. Well, radon's the same way. So like I was saying earlier, it's, it comes up through the soil. So you can have, and I've seen it, you can have a home that's brand new that tests high for radon and then a house across the street that's been there for 15 years, and it's fine. Exactly. Because, it, like I said, it comes up through the soil. So you could have maybe there's just no uranium and radium below your home. Or you could have a basement that doesn't have a whole lot of voids in the concrete, meaning the, the slab's not cracked and the cold joints are sealed up. So it, there's there's a lot of variables to, to determine whether there's going to be radon. And the only way you're going to know is if you test for it. That's only way. So um, when should, I mean, 
when is radon testing necessary? Or would you say everybody should get their home tested for radon? Everybody should have their home tested, and then it's recommended to have it tested every other year. Okay. So even if you have a mitigation system, you're supposed to test every other year just to make sure. And when you say test, does that mean people do it with a home test or a do-it-yourself kit? Well, you you can do do-it-yourself kits. Um, a lot of a lot of m- m- municipalities do it year-round. Um, some only do it during Radon Awareness Month, but a lot of the health departments, and typically it's not going to be your county; it's going to be through the state. They offer free radon test kits, which is a do-it-yourself kit, which is it's called an activated charcoal canister. That's what do-it-yourselfers use, um, just like anything else. As professionals, we don't use those. We use, like I referred to earlier, a CRM, mm-hmm. Continuous Radon Monitor. You can do it yourself. The state will give you the kit for free, but keep this in mind. It's no different than buying a do-it-yourself mold test kit. You have to pay lab fees once you send it off to a lab, which is typically about 40 to $50. So you can do it yourself. Um there's instructions on there. You know, you, you you have to have it 20 inches off the ground. You can't put it in a bathroom, no mechanical rooms. There's a, there's a whole lot of testing conditions. And obviously, in my opinion, obviously I'm biased because I have two CRMs. It's way better to hire a professional. Our machines, they take readings every hour. They have sensors on it if someone tries to move the machine. So if they're trying to tamper, you know, especially in a real estate transaction. And, you know, I had it happen. It's not uncommon that the seller takes that machine and moves it and then puts it back before I came back and picked it up. Well, the machine tells me if it was moved and if it was unplugged. So you're just better off. Like I said, with the home inspection, they're not that much, about $50. Without, they shouldn't be more than 200 $200 $200 every two years is not that much. That's, so that's very true. hire a professional. Get, that's the easiest way to do it. Well, you get what you pay for. Exactly. You get what you pay for. What happens if somebody does radon testing and figures out that they do have a problem that needs to be mitigated? What does radon mitigation even look like? So to backtrack a little bit, this is something I run into all the time. I ran into it all the time when I did inspections. If you run a short-term test, so there's two different types of tests, durations. One's short-term, one's long-term. Obviously, short-term is what you're going to do in a real estate transaction. You know, you can't wait. A long-term test is a minimum of 90 days. As everybody knows, you don't wait 90 days to close on a home you're buying. So, you do a short-term test. That's It's a three-day test. It's just a kind of a quick snapshot. We do it under closed home conditions. And the reason behind that is we want to see what the highest levels would be. Um, And if it comes back high, most people jump right to mitigation. Per our certifications, you're not even supposed to do that. You're supposed to at least run another short-term test or long-term. So to kind of address the whole long-term test, let's say you're buying a home. The short-term test comes back and 4.0 is the threshold. It shouldn't be any higher than that for an average. Let's say your average comes back at 6.0. You don't have to just run to the sellers and say, we want mitigation. You shouldn't do that. What you should do is a long-term test. Well, the way you would do that is you go to your realtor and you say, okay, short-term test came back high. We want to do a long-term test. So what you, what you do at that point 
is you find out what it's going to cost for mitigation. So obviously you're going to have to contact a mitigation company. Let's say it's $2,000. Mm-hmm. They take that $2,000 plus the cost of the testing, which is $150. They put that in an escrow account. You close on the home in two weeks like you normally were planning on. Once you've moved in, everything's settled down, then you do a long-term test. If that comes back high, over 4.0, then you have the $2,000 in an escrow account to do the mitigation. And long-term lasts how long? It's 90 days minimum. Oh, it's 90 days minimum. Okay, so, and then when they mitigate, do you have to leave the house? Obviously, no. Oh, you don't? No, no. Mit- wow. So, radon mitigation is a lot different than mold. Um because it is, it's a gas that comes up through your soils. It's, it's like I said, it's very similar to like natural gas or propane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have high levels of, you know, carbon monoxide in your home, you've got to vacate the property. But if, if you have normal airflow, it shouldn't be a problem. So what they do for mitigation, and it's funny because for, you know, when we talk about mold, ventilation is a term we always bring up. But more or less, it's ventilating the home. A little different in the way they do it. Like if it's a crawl space, they just put proper ventilation down there. And so the gases aren't coming up into the living area. If it's a basement, they actually put a mitigation system. They cut a hole in your slab, put a pipe in the concrete, put a fan, which is kind of like an exhaust fan, pipe that outside and they seal everything up. And what that does is it's sucking the gases from underneath your slab Mm -hmm. and it takes them outside. So it's a very simple, nothing like, like mold. Okay. Did I answer your question? Yeah, you did. Wow. Cause most people are like scared when they hear radon mitigation, yeah. do I have to move out? You know, what is this going to mean? And right. so that, that at least helps people understand it's not, it's that kind of a process. No, it's not. And, and, and when I say $2,000, that's on the high end for the most okay. part. Like most of the time, the pump itself is the most expensive part. And you can buy a, a pump. They have pumps that either run on a timer mm-hmm. or um, some that just run continuously. But the pump itself, you can get a good pump for five, $600. And after that, you're talking PVC pipe to pipe it outside. It's a pretty simple, pretty simple process. Like I would say the average radon mitigation for, for a full basement, maybe $1,500. Okay. That's something good for people to know. So what's your call to action for everybody? Like I said earlier, you do not know what the radon levels are in your home unless you test for it. So whether you do it yourself, obviously I recommend a professional, but either way, get your home tested for radon. There you go. You heard it from the expert. All right, everybody. Welcome to a brand new year. We will talk to you in the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.